Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. And welcome to Life's Uncertain Journeys Blog Talk Radio broadcast for Tuesday, August the 27th, 2019. I'm your host, Nadine Davis, and I have here with me John Davis. That's my hubby there. And we're doing something a little different tonight. Uh, at least we're trying it and just see how it's going to work out. But um, we are launching uh, Life's Uncertain Journeys Blog Talk Radio broadcast vlog for YouTube. So I don't know how it's going to turn out, but at least we're going to try it because I really don't know how to use all these little bells and whistles, but by God's grace, it will work. But we'll just see how that works out. Um, This is going to be the final conversation that we're going to be having on discerning the signs of our times. Our conversations around this topic have been very lively, informative, and enlightening. Tonight's broadcast is being heard all across the United States as well as in the Dominican Republic, Nigeria, Chechia, Norway, and South Africa. Now, it's only by God's grace that this is actually happening and that people are listening to us from all around the world. For those of you that may be listening for the very first time, welcome. We broadcast here every Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m., And we hope you'll come back and join us again. One of the reasons I wanted to do the vlog is because uh, the videos will be available and you can download them anytime, watch them anytime. Uh, But we'll have a larger audience that we could proclaim the gospel to and hopefully reach for the sake of God's kingdom. This broadcast was birthed. Uh, from a book that I wrote entitled Life's Uncertain Journey, One Woman's Battle for Her Sanity, Her Marriage, and Her Family. Uh, The Lord allowed me through some very painful and traumatic things as a young girl um, to have a testimony, a testimony that I desire to share with the whole world. But before I move on uh, about uh, into my story, I want to ask my hubby if he would not mind uh, praying over our broadcast tonight. Do you mind, honey? No, it would be pleasure. Thank you. Father, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to, to share the gospel, Lord, to share our testimony. We according to your word, the Father, heaven, in the days when Christ's disciples uh, gave their testimony to say uh, numbers, many numbers, uh, received the gospel and, and uh, received Christ. Mm-hmm. So we ask that the same thing take place here, Lord, because the testimonies we give are genuine, they're real. Thank and you. the Lord knows the Lord. And when we go through uh, these uh, trials and tribulations, it's nothing unusual because uh, you have said that uh, once you told uh, Peter, you said, once you've been sifted, go back to our brother. So those are testimonies. That's sifting time. Yes, so, Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. We ask you, the Father, to have your way with us, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that you're using to encourage other people, Lord, to turn to you in their times of trouble and not to give up, Lord. Mm-hmm. We thank you, the Father, have what you're doing with each and every one of us collectively you, and individually, Lord. So, Father, have we give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. We actually guard all this time, Lord, that nothing would interfere with the airways and that it would be clear and that people would participate and share mm-hmm. their testimonies, Lord. And that, dear Father, have you used it, Lord, to, uh, to build your body, Lord, to provide heaven for we to shine, Lord. You told us to shine while we're here, Lord. We, we're your light, Lord. So we ask you, Lord, to use us. Use us to follow mighty Lord, and uh, we give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, sweetheart. Now, I think he's going to uh, sort of slide on out <laughs> to um, to go and be uh, listen to the broadcast from, from the phone. But I really am thankful to God for, for my husband. We uh, oversee Charlotte Christian Fellowship, which is a community outreach ministry that we uh, have been entrusted to oversee um, to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and make disciples. Um, I can't begin to tell you all how grateful I am to know that God is real. 
as I had begun sharing with you, I grew up thinking that there was no God. And that was based on a series of circumstances that took place in my life when I was a very young girl. As far as I was concerned, based on the things that were happening in my life, there's just no way there could be a God. But I stand before you today as a living witness that God is real. And he has proven that to me beyond the shadow of any doubt. That wonderful man of God that just prayed for us a few moments ago was my drug dealer. That's right. I married him so I could get free drugs. He didn't know that at the time. But we were both very crazy and very lost. Destined for destruction and really not giving a hoot one way or the other. We considered ourselves street strong and only the strong survive. That lie still plays in the minds of those who haven't found the truth yet. But we desire and we pray to be able to proclaim this wonderful message to them so that they might get the same revelation that we did, that God is very real. Something happened to me one Sunday morning. My husband and I had just got a head bag, and we were sending our kids off to church so we could catch a snooze when one of my sons, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, asked me why I sent them off to church, but I wouldn't go. So after a few sharp words to him, I sent him on his way but not after he dropped his little Bible. I told him to march himself right on out of my room and get on down those stairs to to church, and I wouldn't let him even pick up his Bible. But I now know that that was ordained by God. That little Bible laid on my bedroom floor, irking me some kind of way. Now, I didn't believe in God, but I just couldn't stand seeing that Bible laying on the floor. So I just got up to pick it up. And as I did, I glanced where the Bible had fallen open. It was at Isaiah, the 12th chapter. And as my eyes glanced over the page, I heard the voice of God. I realized that my head was bad. But hearing his voice sobered me in a split second. That's right. I lost my buzz. And I heard God speak to me. All I could do was fall on my knees and cry. I cried and cried for what seemed like an hour. However, my tears were tears of joy. I had just heard God speak to me, and what he said to me had to be God because no one else knew the secret in my heart that only he could have known. He knew of an encounter that I had had with Satan some years prior that left me afraid to pray. Satan had convinced me on one of my uh, little drug vengeance that I went on. I used to do uh, PCP and microdot and LSD and all that stuff before Christ came into my life. And um, my first husband had purchased a picture of Satan that he hung in our living room. And um, this particular night that we were getting high, I envisioned him coming down off the canvas and talking to me. He promised me a lot of things were going to happen to me under his tenure, but he warned me that I must never pray because he told me that if I ever prayed that God would strike me dead because of the way that I lived my life. And I lived a dark life, so I believed him. So guess what? 
in spite of the fact that I didn't believe in God, I probably never would have because of my fear of praying. Can I tell you this? Today I know why Satan didn't want me to pray. Today I know the power of prayer. It is the most powerful thing that God has given to his children to use to reach him at a moment's notice. We can get a message to God anywhere and at any time. And scripture even tells us that when we don't know what to pray for, he sends his Holy Spirit to pray for us. How do you like that? We can call on our Father in a moment's notice and have heaven come to our rescue. Beloved, I've seen it happen over and over again. In 70 years, 30 of which, 30 plus of which I've been in the faith, I have seen God do some mighty things and continues to do some mighty things. As a matter of fact, I'm hoping that there are those of you on the broadcast tonight that are willing to bear witness to the power of prayer in your life. But I digress. That fateful morning that God showed up, the God that I didn't think existed, he convinced me that he was real, but most of all, that he loved me. And that was it for me. Ever since that day, I have tried all I know how to serve him. Writing the book and sharing my testimony with others was my assignment. And now he has opened this door for me to share it even further than I could have ever imagined. It truly is an honor and a privilege. My husband and I are on these airways each and every week, proclaiming the goodness and the greatness of our God. My story can possibly win some souls for the kingdom. I know my testimony has been effective at doing just that. So I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell my story until the day my king calls me home. And if there's anyone listening this evening that would like to know more about this wonderful, awesome God that I serve, please feel free to email me at lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com. We would love to connect with you. Proclaiming the gospel, providing strength, encouragement, and inspiration is what we do on this broadcast. This is an interactive Christian broadcast. We broadcast with the distinct purpose of glorifying God, sharing the gospel, and encouraging our listeners to follow Jesus. Our broadcast is interactive in nature because I don't have all the answers. But there are others that join the broadcast that God uses to share their wisdom, their revelation and testimonies and personal encounters with the Lord of glory. And I encourage each listener to feel free to share whatever the Holy Spirit deposits on your heart concerning our topic of discussion. The word of God declares that we overcome Satan by the blood of the lamb, which has already been provided. And by the word of our testimony. So from time to time, uh, we have guests that uh, join us to help us tell the wonderful story of God's love for us. For those of you that may be interested in my book, it is available online at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. And my website, which is lifesuncertainjourney.org. 
But before we begin our topic of conversation on discerning the signs of our times, I would like to acknowledge um, my uh, sisters in Christ who are my co-hosts on this broadcast. I don't do this alone. I thank God for them. They pray for me and cover me in this broadcast, and uh, they encourage me. So I'm going to um, take this time to see if any of them were able to get on the broadcast tonight. Um, And if so, you are welcome to say hello to our our broadcast listeners tonight. Um, If you have any word of encouragement you want to give them, by all means, please feel free to do so. Um, The lines are open. Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Alicia, and um, I'm happy hey, to be on this call again tonight. Hey, um, I just want to say that, Nadine, you know, our sister friendship has blessed me and helped me to grow in the Lord. And any time that I have, um, I'm going to say, concern or feel stuck, I know I can come to Nadine and she'll pray for me and she'll set me straight, too. And so iron sharpens iron. And that's what this broadcast is about also, just sharpening yeah. each other and encouraging each other and loving each other. And so it's a yeah. safe, free space, and our purpose is to glorify God. Amen. Well, thank you so very much, sweetheart. I appreciate your encouragement. And, um, yeah, uh, thank you for joining us. So, um I'm going to take this time to um, also um, acknowledge um, other ministries that I'm involved in that also um, support and pray for uh, what we're doing here on the broadcast. Um, I'm very indebted to them also for their prayers and and their support. Um, And uh, I'd like to acknowledge my moms in prayer sisters who uh, we're all a part of Moms in Prayer International, uh, which is a uh, nation, uh, a worldwide ministry um, that uh, God uses to um, cover uh, children in their schools in prayer. And uh, we meet, uh, this, now that the school year has started, we are uh, in gear and, and already started in our prayer, uh, times of prayer and intercession. We take one hour out of the week one hour out of the week to meet, to pray and intercede on behalf of our children. And uh, I truly thank God for that ministry. Uh, We have had their leaders here on our broadcast, and they've shared uh, the wonderful mission and call that God has put on that ministry. I know that my uh, my grandchildren and children have been the recipient of answered prayers because of this group of women. So I thank God for them. I also would like to honor my Keith Family YMCA, Positive Mind, Body, and Spirit Family. Uh, We meet every Wednesday up at the uh, Keith Family YMCA. Um, We have a very uh, wonderful leader in um, um, Brother Jimmy Scott, um, who God has appointed to to birth this ministry. Um, But I really thank God for the encouragement I get for um, those that um, come on board and unite with us. We have um, um, Elder Gwen Cohen who comes and she um, administers the Word of God for us. And we have, um, and here I go, I'm getting a blank in my mind, but I know who she is, Helen, uh, who comes and gives us instructions and information to help us to stay healthy. Um, and also we have some of the other. Um, staff to come on board and uh, just help us to become our best us. And so I thank God for, for that encounter. I also uh, want to honor my Steel Creek Church of Charlotte family tonight. Um, my pastor, our lead pastor, uh, Kelvin Smith, who has been an encouragement to me and uh, my husband. We thank God for him and for the wonderful ministries that are under his tenure. We have three campuses here in Charlotte and eight around the world. Um, I also would like to welcome um, our Love in 3D family. Uh, They are, um, that's a ministry that was launched by one of our co-hosts, Minister Regina Garrett. 
And they meet every second Saturday at the YMCA, the Keith Family YMCA. And uh, God has done some great things through uh, Regina to helping us ladies to really address some of the serious issues that are still um, keeping us bound and not being able to fulfill some of the things that God has called us to. Then there is the Women Who Overcome Ministry team. And uh, we currently are meeting um, in preparation for our upcoming Prevailing Prayer Conference. Um, the Women Who Overcome Ministry um, was also birthed out of uh, my book, Life's Uncertain Journey. Um, it has been um, such a joy to watch God use it to encourage hurting women and um, bring them to faith in Christ. So um, all of these organizations that I'm telling you about, um, if you've ever, if you're ever in the Charlotte area, by all means, please feel free to drop by and visit us and you can uh, find out about some of them on my, my website at lifesuncertainjourney.org. My husband, along with his co-host, Booker Alexander, uh, would like to invite you to their broadcast. They have one every Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. entitled New Beginnings. It is a chapter-by-chapter study of the book of Genesis, and they would love to have you join them. If you're interested, all you need to do on Wednesday at 7 o'clock, pick up your phone and dial 657-383-1624. Finally, I just wanted to encourage you to please um, consider joining uh, the Women Who Overcome Ministry for the 2019 Prevailing Prayer Conference, taking place uh, October 25th and 26th here in Charlotte. And you can also register on our website. We are seeking uh, our Father's uh, face. Um, as we know, we are in the last days, and I'm telling you, as I said earlier on in the broadcast, there is no power uh, greater uh, than the one God has given us, no tool greater than the tool of prayer. And for many of us, we haven't really tapped into um, that deeper level of prayer that I know God would have us to to be in because we're going to need it, beloved. We're going to need to know how to pray and how to pray prevailing prayers, not the little come and go prayers, but I mean the kind that binds demons and move mountains and they're not impossible to do. God has already proven that in his word. It's just that some of us have not been taught. Many of us have uh, misconceived notions about what prayer is and, and how it is, and it's become almost like a, uh, a facade to many people that they are trying to do something they see somebody else do. But it's too powerful a tool not to learn how to master for the sake of the kingdom of God and for our families. Um, the retreat is for women, uh, primarily who have suffered um, um, uh, any kind of uh, attack from the enemy and, and needs to know how to become a prayer warrior. Please join us. And like I said, uh, the conference is free. Uh, it's a two-day conference. Friday night, we'll have prayer and worship. And then we're, when there, we're going to have a profound teacher to help us to establish a foundation for developing a, a deeper prayer life. And then uh, on Saturday from 8.30 to 4.30, uh, there's several women of faith, strong women of faith that are going to be available to um, help us to hone in on uh, what God that desires to teach us um, as it relates to becoming effective prayer warriors. I uh, also would like to um, let you know that I'll be speaking at the Heal Her Women's Retreat. It's a three-day event that's going to be taking place. Um, uh, oh, no, I don't, I don't know why I can't remember the date. Forgive me. <laughs> anyway, um, you can find out more about it on my website on lifesuncertainjourney.org. Go to the events page, and you can find some more information about it and find out how to register there. So, um, praise God, I'm going to go ahead and um, begin to uh, give our broadcast instructions. Um, those of you who are regulars, you know what to do. But for those of you that may be new, uh, I'm going to open our mics. Uh, and for those that are listening that are, are via on the Internet, 
because you can log into the broadcast on the internet. I need to let you know that we cannot hear your comments, and we would like to invite you to dial in and join our conversation. The number to dial is 929-477-3427. For those of you who have already dialed in, although I'm opening our mics, please put your phones on mute. If you have something that you would like to share, please remember to unmute your phone. Um, a lot of times I know that was a mistake that I was making. I'd be talking and can't nobody hear me because I've got to turn, turn, uh, unmute myself. Um, so please remember to do that. And as I mentioned earlier, this is an interactive Christian broadcast, and that means we all can participate. So please be encouraged to share any wisdom and revelations that you uh, may have on your heart um, because it just may be the very thing some of our listeners may need to hear. When speaking, uh, if you like, you can give us your name, but it is not required. It's not required that you uh, share your name. It's totally up to you. So I'm now opening our mics, and I thank God we have quite a few listeners on the broadcast tonight, praise God. And if any of you are uh, new to the broadcast for the first time, you are more than welcome to say hello. Um, you're not required to, but if you would like to just say hello and introduce yourself, uh, this is the time to do that. Hello, my name is Regina. Hi, Regina. And hi. I'm so happy to be here. I, I, when I was listening to you, Nadine, I was encouraged to remind you to send me the phone number. And, of course, you know these past few days, because you know me personally, what um, I've been going through, and you've been doing warfare with me, and I thank you for that. But I was sitting here and talking to Jesus and thanking him for bringing me into such a wonderful, wonderful realm of people Mm. that have a heart uh, for our Lord, because this is what I pray for, as you know, coming to Still Creek, that uh, we would, I would be placed with uh, people, brothers and sisters that adore him and worship him in spirit and in truth and has, have a desire. So I'm thankful to be here, everyone. Hello. (laughs) I'm Regina. I'm so so happy. Of course, you know, uh, I get distracted, and I know uh, I thought I had sent you the invitation, but I'm glad that you did reach out to me. And I just yes. touched my heart and told my husband, "Go get my phone. Let me check my phone messages." And that's when I saw you. <laughs> yes, so thank you for being and on the call. It was on time too. Amen. <laughs> thank you. So, uh, on time. If there are not any other uh, new listeners that would like to uh, say hello, I'm going to go ahead and begin reading um, this passage from. Uh, the book of Matthew, um, verse uh, chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. It says that now the uh, Pharisees and Sadducees came up and testing Jesus to get something to use against him. They asked him to show them a sign from heaven, which would support his divine authority. But he replied to them, when it is evening, You say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be stormy today, for the sky is red and has a threatening look. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. Now, these were learned men of faith. These were these Pharisees and the Sadducees um, who uh, made it their life to study God's word. And yet Jesus shows up to tell them, you know what, you, you, you're good at interpreting everything physical, but when it comes to interpreting things in the spirit realm, you're falling short. Here in our day, hundreds of years after Jesus left to go to be with the Father, We, too, are faced with this very question. Have you noticed an increase in violence, wickedness, hatred, and suffering? 
Have you been able to witness the attacks on Christian marriage? Our children aren't even safe to go to school without the fear of some tragic incident taking place. Some of you may remember uh, back in the day there was a, a, a music artist named Marvin Gaye. And he sang a song, and I, as I was preparing for our broadcast today, I kept hearing it playing in the background. What's going on? What's going on? Well, that's the question that we're going to talk about tonight. I may not be the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I can certainly discern the signs of our times. Are we truly in the last days? And if so, How should we be conducting ourselves in the face of all that's happening? So many people of the world, they're coming out of their closets, but it looks like the church has retreated to theirs. Can anyone share what's going on? That was a question, y'all. You're, if you, you have anything you'd like to share about what you believe is happening and why it is that at this hour yes. when yes. we're in the last yes. hour that uh, the church seems to be silent, what's going on? Did someone say what's going? Yes. What's going on is a gathering because Jesus said that in the latter days that there was going to be a gathering of his people. That there was going to be a mass falling away of them as well. And gathering the saints, the believers, uniforming us and preparing us that we may go back out and gather. Father's breath is spread out all over this earth, and he wants it back. And we are here for his purpose for his glory, so that he can use us as tools to go out and collect what belongs to him. Not all belongs to the Lord that will return to the Lord. Hmm? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, but not all will return back to him, but those that are given the opportunity to. How can we reach them lest we be his footmen? That's why we are here. If we look at this as a game, Uh, We look at this as a war. Human beings depict it all the time. We have games, GameCubes, PlayStations. We can come up with the most wonderful technology. Look, graphics. How much more? Our life, yes, is a video game. But we have a master player. Jesus is not playing. Satan has Mm -hmm. beat up his game. We, what we say all the time, oh, if you can use anybody, you can use me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We always yeah. ask that. If you can use anybody, Jesus, use me. Amen. Yes, Amen. We're unusable. We're unusable. We, what we need is not in the church. What we need is outside debris. We need to bring in, bring into my house. Hmm? Storing up his breath. We need it. It's time to collect. What's it all about? Amen. It's all about Jesus. Amen. That's why we Let are just, here. Amen. Let me just share this other scripture that um, uh, we shared last week uh, uh, that, <clears throat> that tells us a little bit about what we have to deal with. And uh, once again, of course, I left the passage out, but you've heard it before. And it says, as the days of Noah were so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And they did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now this reality we have to take into account that if we look at society today, everything's going along as usual. There's just no, no, no present evidence that I can see visibly 
especially in our culture, of any uh, resemblance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, behind the church doors, you'll find it. If you can go into, uh, find yourself a nice church that you can visit, uh, you, you know the little steeples at the end of your community where, uh, where all the people of God gather. But what happens on the outside? Here's another one that Jesus told his disciples. He said, do you know nation is going to rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall going to be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then he says, and he's talking to his disciples, he's talking to his followers, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you'll be hated of all the nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, betraying one another, hating one another. He's talking about the body of Christ, beloved. Many false prophets are going to arise. And they are going to deceive many people. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. This is our Savior giving us a topography, a picture of what to expect. And we're there. We are there. But he says, he that endures unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this part you cannot dismiss. He's not saying that these things are not going to happen because they are. And as much as I hear people talking about this great revival, much people talking about God's going to turn our nation back around, I pray that that happens. But let me tell you, if I read the scriptures, that's not what it says. Not in our day. That's not what it says about our day. As a matter of fact, it goes on to say in Second uh, Thessalonians, uh, the second chapter. Now, in regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to meet him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, not to be quickly unsettled or alarmed, either by a so-called prophetic revelation of a spirit or a message or a letter that may be alleged to be from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has already come. Let no one in any way deceive you or entrap you. There's that word again. Our Lord warned that, that in the last day, deception is going to be great. He didn't talk about the wars and the rumors of the wars until he warned us, we make sure that no man deceive you. It goes on to say that that day will not come. Unless the apostasy comes first. That is the great rebellion. It's coming, beloved. As a matter of fact, it's already here. It is a time when the abandonment, abandonment of the faith by professed Christians. And then the man of lawlessness is going to be revealed. Now, my prayer is that I'll be gone before that happens. But if yeah. not, I know that it is right around the corner. So what should my response be to these scriptures? And I'm asking you the same question, beloved. What should your response be? If you know the times in which we are living, if you've been able to discern the signs of the times, what kind of a life should we be living? I'm going to open the mics. The mics are open again. Anyone want to share? I'd like to okay. share. 
Go the ahead, week of the week of uh, September fifth, the week before September fifth, uh, my husband and I. My husband's working. Uh, he's a truck driver and he's working local, and I've got a part time job, and you know everything's going great, and you know praising God, and we're flying high. Mm. And then we got a phone call that week before saying that my husband's mother, my mother, seventy eight years old. Was not going to make it to the end of the week, and uh, he mm. was wanting to know if he could take some time off and uh, go and prepare for this tragedy. Well, we prayed, uh, uh-huh. we come together and pray because nobody can put a notice on you like that. Father's in charge. Jesus has has Jesus has the final say. So we prayed. Right. And uh, that Friday, um, the uh, second, mm-hmm. going into that week of the fifth. They, uh, she came out of ICU and uh, they start stabilizing her and she was able to eat and going into that Monday, uh, that Friday, that same Friday, we got that news. Um, that following Monday, my husband got fired from his job. While wow. we were praying, my husband was having an altercation with a man at a major uh, contract that his company held. Uh, foreman and he called in and complained and said that if they did not fire my husband that they would take away the account and uh, <laughs> my job that I had I worked for a tree company and uh, pretty good money you know commission you know and I'm a gift to gab if you haven't noticed so far uh, marketing and mm-hmm. doing really good and I thought okay well we have that well my boss threw uh, his transmission in his truck, so there was my job. And we had a little bit of money uh, left over, so we had to station ourselves. And um, it was a real big to-do, losing your job. Uh, my husband, he had been written up before. I've been married to him 33 years, you know, and I was left with it. All I could say is, you know, if you get your attitude right, you know, this is your fault. This is, I had no kind words for my husband. This is your fault that we're going through this. I let him know, too, it was his fault. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm ranting and raving. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. Where's my charity? Where's my love? All of that, all of a sudden, I saw my husband broken. Broken. But Mm -hmm. I was crying and pitying so much I made it about me. I had no compassion. I went out in the backyard and I mean, I just really, I I bought me a bottle of wine because we're getting ready. I see what's getting ready to come. I sharp rocks at the bottom. Okay, I'm Mm -hmm. not even seeing Jesus anymore. I'm seeing Jesus only when we're flying high. That's when I'm seeing Jesus. It was pretty low, okay? Jesus is not down here as far as I'm concerned. Something had, what did I do? I'm with my tiki torches lit, getting eaten up with mosquitoes, whining. Mm. Why did this happen? What did I do wrong? Because I know you didn't do anything wrong. Wow. And I heard that same audible voice that Nadine is talking about. Well, God will use your heart as a megaphone. Because you see, that's where he is. And if he is not, he needs to be. And you can learn how to submit because that's what it is, surrendering. Mm -hmm. Okay, this was going into that Saturday. And what he said to me was, if you believe that I am with you always, then you will believe that I am with you now. And your husband, belongs to me. See, because my husband confessed Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior years ago. He's being drugged like half of us, just drug along, you know. Some are still running. Mm-hmm. But he still still belongs to God. And God let me know that he belongs to me. And here's another thing too. You believe and you trust when you are things are going well. And now you're ranting and raving. And he cannot see me through your rage, Regina. This is not about you. Your household is your first ministry. My first ministry is to my household. That is a hard ministry 
to have is to show and to study, to be quiet so that Jesus can be seen and he can win those in our household by our conversations, by our conversations. So it took me a, a few days, even Nadine knows this. I had to call her and she had to spiritually slap me around as well. We mm-hmm. prayed going to Still Creek now. That was that that Sunday. A friend of mine invited me to go to, to church. And um, I said, okay, I, I really, Lord, I need to get around some people that pray. I need to to be under a corporate anointing because I know the power of prayer. And I know that before I can do this by myself, I don't need nobody else. That's the kind of, of, of spirituality thought pattern that I have. Because who else believes like I believe? Can we please, Father, show me those that believe like I believe, that will pray like, like I pray, I see you. Mm-hmm. So I go to church. I said, okay, I'm going to go. I've been encouraged to go to this church. Well, when I walked into that church, the pastor said some things, and I was left with, you are doing something wrong. That's why these things are going on in your life. I cried so hard and went retreated to my car. That was a blow. I retreated to my car, and I pulled out, and I was driving, and I had to pull over because I was crying that hard, and I pulled over into Steel Creek's parking lot. And I walk in, and the pastor said, as soon as I opened the doors, he said, like a blue bird. You see a blue baby blue bird, and he's trying to get out of that shell. And we, we shouldn't help because we could end up doing damage to that bird. That bird has the skill to get out of that shell. It was designed for, for that. But he has to do it himself. And it's nothing that that blue bird has done. Just that he has to learn this. I had sat down for about five minutes, and I stood up and I walked out. That was the word I needed to hear. You didn't do anything wrong. I needed confirmation. It fell down like rain. God had to show me that I needed to be still. I needed to be me. I still needed to show him. I needed to just show charity. I needed to pray in the midst of adversity. He needs to be seen at all times, and I need to believe that he is there even when I don't feel him because he's not a feeling. <laughs> You got that he's right. Not a feeling. No, he's not. And these no, past few days, he has been telling me. I ranted and raved yesterday. I did some things that I thought, okay, I need to now sacrifice. I got, I got to show God that um, I really love Him, and uh, I, I need to do something to, to, to gain more favor. What this is now, this is I'm listening to the wrong spirit. See, All right. I'm listening to the wrong spirit. So I begin to lay things down. Now, okay, I'm one of those Christians that keep it just in case anything happens. All right. And and I'm not phony. What you see is what you get. Okay. I had a bottle of Dolixnaya on reserve, even with some cannabis on the side and this beautiful little ceramic frog, just, just in case. When I was throwing things out, once I confessed Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior back in 1994, what is this, 2019? What kind of saint am I? Okay. So I'm keeping this on reserve. And that night, I fixed a cocktail. I lost it. And I had called (laughs) Sister Nadine again. Because she's the one that I had my encounter with when I went to Steel Creek the second (laughs) Sunday. I wrote the pastor a long uh, email, and then I ended up meeting her. But I called her, and I said, Nadine, I'm getting ready to have a cocktail. Mm-hmm. I started talking to her about some of the things that had transpired over the past couple of days. And she, we mm-hmm. prayed. And then after mm-hmm. I got off the phone with her, I poured that drink out. I poured that bottle out. I threw that cannabis mm-hmm. away. Amen. And the next one, and it was, I had an awful sleep. It was a restless sleep. It was a hard sleep. It was an uncomfortable sleep. It was a sleep to where Satan was talking to me when I slept, saying things like, your husband has treated you this way for the past 33 years. What kind of God is that 
that would allow you to be treated that way. And then want you to show such charity and love towards him. The only Amen. thing that he has not done is cuss you like your husband does. This is when I woke up, all of this was on my mind thinking, what just happened here? Right, Did right. I get beat up in my sleep? Did I, you know, and I can, I have a choice now. I could be angry at my husband and feed into this and be angry at God because this must be true. But the Lord said to me, if anything, you have trusted me. You do look at your circumstances often. Have you not considered the victory? I had not once looked at what had transpired. Praise God. Mm-mm-mm. Going to that church, Steel Creek, then going back again on the 18th. No, what was that last Sunday? What what day was that last Sunday? Last 20, Sunday? 25th, 20, uh, yeah, 25th. 25th was it. Last, last, last Sunday. There was a corporate anointing. I'm going to tell you something. The people that were, were, were praising God, and praying, and then we ended up praying mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. Now that I didn't, we didn't have any money coming in. Okay, no money, no money. I had to apply for food stamps. These are the things that I'm not looking at because I'm too busy looking at the circumstances. So I go down to social service, and I apply for food stamps. And then mm-hmm. he's telling me all these things that they need. So I get all the things that they need, and I'm not going to mail them. I'm going to take them back that same day. So I take everything back that same day, including a letter. Uh, my husband's termination in North Carolina, they don't have to give you anything. And the woman told me, I don't have to give you anything. By law, the state of North Carolina says that we can fire an employee and not have to worry about giving them a thing. Your husband has been terminated. But what I will do for you, because I said to this is still remaining humble, it's what I wanted to say would not have yielded God's fruits. So I said, well, I understand completely. I was just trying to apply for some aid because this that has hit me and my husband has come to us in a bad way. And it has not come to us in the name of Jesus, but maybe it has. I don't know. I said, at this point, I just don't know what I'm going to do. She said, well, I tell you what, Mrs. Sanford, I will send you something that you can use. She did. A day of determination only with the logo. That's all I needed. She emailed it to me because it was going to take three to five business days. The mm-hmm. Lord, he, he humbled me. I took the things back down. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the next day when I woke up, my phone went bloop, 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 bloop. Job after job after job after job after job. Yeah. And then I got a text from my boss saying, got my truck back. <laughs> we were back on it. Didn't miss a beat. Called social service that day to see who my counselor was, who was going to be assigned to the case. And then they transferred me to him. And I said, hello, this is Regina Sanford. I was just calling to check and see if everything that I had given you was what you needed. And he said, Amen. oh, yes. He said, I saw that the, the envelope He said, but it will take me at least 30 days to process it. And I said, 30 days? What I wanted to say was 30 days? Are you serious? What what my husband just, what I wanted to say, but what I did not give into. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit for yielding me and guiding me that that old woman is dead. And he said, I tell you what, he said, refresh my memory. And I said, well, my husband lost his job. He said, oh, yes, you're the one with the, with the son that's working at FedEx. And I said, yes. He said, and your husband got fired. I said, yes. And he said, and your son is the only one that's working in the household right now. And I said, yes. And he said, and you're trying to uh, get a, you're trying to make it with a, a part-time job uh, yielding commission. And I said, yes. And he said, and your husband got fired. And I said, yes. I said, he did, and yes, and all of that, 
and there's mm-hmm. nothing that I can do except for right. give you what I've given you, and that's all I have. I said, and I apologize if I'm not giving you something that you that you need. I don't know. Just tell me what you need. And mm-hmm. I could have said, why do you keep asking me the same things over and over and over? What part Amen. of this don't you understand? We are down. But I did Virginia, not. I had to humble Virginia, myself. Yes? I don't want to cut off your your story. This, it is so profound. But we only we have one there. power. We only have for our broadcast and we're coming down to the wire and so yes. um, hopefully um, if you can just sum up the end of your story because I know it's coming yes. to a climax and just get yes. to the, 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 the good stuff and so I can um, get this last scripture in the, the next day I got a call my boss had given me an advance on all those jobs that we just got commissioned from we got mm-hmm. the food stamps uh, from starting in um, September mm-hmm. to February 2020, and I'm working now. My husband got a job three blocks down the street making the same amount of money, and my <laughs> husband and I, today, I came home and fixed dinner for him and showed some love, and him and I are talking again, and we are working oh. things out, and I believe that he is going to come in that church with his big hands in the air, praising God and thanking Glory. God, as long as I be still and get out of the way and let Jesus be seen. Amen. Our knees met. I'm met. believing with you. I'm believing with you. And I'm just so grateful that you were uh, just so transparent to share that as we're talking about uh, what's going on in these last days. And I tell you, there has been some fierce warfare coming against married couples. And I'm telling you, I, I think I told um, Regina that there are others with testimonies that was so like hers until it was uncanny how the enemy was just just coming after the, these marriages, knocking the wind out of folks. I mean, so much so that, you know, she went back to the bottle. And, you know, nobody can say, you know, you can say, well, that's a shame all you want to. But the truth of the matter mm-hmm. is, you got to realize that these carcasses that we're in, they are fallible. Mm-hmm. And God has been trying to tell us that all along. Because any day that we think we're a match for Satan, we have missed it. But God has already given us instructions. He says, what I want you to do, I want you to submit yourself to me. Mm. Submit yourself to me. Resist Satan. And I'm telling you, he will back up. Not backing up because of you, but backing up because of your daddy. He shows up. Yes. When you and that's what happened, Regina, in one mm-hmm. day's turnaround. I know, I remember this. <laughs> yes. One day, the attacks were fierce. Yes. <laughs> And the very next day, God mm-hmm. brought blessing in like a flood. He nice. sure did. It came in like he a sure flood. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful to have witnessed it. So grateful yes. that the Lord allowed me to see his mighty hand working yes. on your behalf. And not only your yes. behalf, but on behalf of all of us. That's who yes. our Father is. That's who he is. He doesn't want to be deceived. He doesn't want us mm-hmm. to fall to the lying wonders that the enemy presents to you. God says, yes. I hold you in the palm of my hand, and can't nobody pluck you out. Nobody. And he nobody. knows that you're going to make mistakes. But that's what grace is about. That's what grace is all about. Because he's already sent his, his son to die for us. He's not going to do it every time we make a mistake. It's a done deal. It's already been handled. It's a done deal. So, Father God, I come before you in Jesus' name, thanking you for our broadcast time tonight. But I ask your blessing to be upon every listener on this broadcast tonight. Father God, bring them into the knowledge of the truth. Reveal yourself to their hearts that they won't faint. When the enemy comes, Lord God, I know he may seem like a roaring lion. He may seem like a roaring lion. Oh, but he's no match for you, my king. He's no match for you, no. 
You are the Lord God Almighty, and there is no one beside you. Cover them and keep them safe. Provide for them, Lord God, and continue to bless them on on life's uncertain journey. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Amen. Uh, I will look forward to seeing those of you next week who is able to join us. God bless you. God bless you. Good night. Good night. Good, Good night. Good night.